0: To the Joven Sports Show today, we're talking about NFL headlines that reported the training camp this week. So that's a big deal. Are these players actually going to go out there? What is that going to look like? And then we're going to move on to Major League Baseball headlines. Major League Baseball starting up on Thursday, um, and there's a lot of headlines going on there. And will this work out? Vinny, let's start with the NFL, man. Rookies report tomorrow, Tuesday. I was yeah, I'm just going to look.
1: Um. Well, they, they kind of laid it out today. Um, nothing like finalizing the deal last minute to uh, make sure everybody's on the same page with, you yeah. know, reporting and, and COVID and how that's going to work. But from what it sounds like, everybody, the rookies at least, will kind of show up, get tested, and then go home. Um, nobody will go in the facility. They'll come back, I think, two days later. Um, if they they will take another test at that point if both of those come back negative and you know on the fifth day basically then they can come into the facility and get going um so that's going to happen like you know for the rookies on uh, starting tomorrow or on tuesday sorry and then it's going to kind of progress like quarterbacks on thursday they'll do the same process they'll test wait two days test, wait two days and if that's good to go then it's on um and then from what it sounds like They will be tested every day for the first two weeks once they're in the facility actually working out. Um, If the positives are below 5% after two weeks, then they will kind of start slowly scaling it back, the testing. Um, So that sounds like what they agreed on. And yeah, both sides feel good about it or, you know, I I guess as good as you can. Um, But that's kind of where it's at.
0: Yeah, I really hope this just works. You know, it seems like all the other sports are taking care of this well. The NFL has gotten some, uh, fleck the last couple of days, but I'm not getting a deal done here. Um, like they weren't planned and ready for this. So I don't know. Just cross my fingers behind my back, hoping this is all going to work out well and, uh, training camp starts without a hitch. Um, maybe we see super aggressive face masks that cover all the way down people's necks. Who knows? Um, but it's going to be an interesting year. And I just, I hope we get football for um, a full 20 weeks, man.
1: What's your uh, what's your gut feeling? Do you think when they, from the time, let's say, everybody's in the building, right? Uh, veterans, quarterbacks, uh, rookies. Do you think there are any major setbacks where they have to pull back and say, okay, everyone go quarantine? Or um, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I, it didn't sound like you read like Peter King's full article, but it sounded like they mm-hmm. really went into depth about the Minnesota Vikings and how they're planning to handle it. And um, again, they've got like, Temperature stations set up, test every day. Um, they'll have the lockers completely spread out, showers, cold and hot tubs. Um, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm not too, honestly, I'm not too worried about the players. I think they're going to be taken care of and they're going to be the most watched, obviously. Totally. It's going to be more the guy, other guys in the facility. And it's not yeah. whether like life or death or anything. But like, what about the equipment guys? Like, what if all the equipment guys go down, right? Like, that's a major setback for a team, right? Like, especially in the NFL. So, a training staff you know that guys that you trust that are taping your ankles i mean little stuff like that goes a long way with these players um for and sure. i think that's gonna maybe hit pretty hard and if you know the virus starts hitting those guys
1: big time um that that's one of the things that like the player union is like still trying to figure out right like everyone's still trying to figure out like people are gonna get this like it's gonna happen there will mm-hmm. be cases the vikings even said they've got like almost a, a unit of the building like a quarantine zone um for players yeah. like they don't have to leave the facility and go back to their families. Like there's places for them to stay and watch film and still like virtually be in team meetings and stuff. So they've got it as built out as you could possibly think, you know, um, Yeah. And, and to be ready for it. But JC Treder, who's, I believe the center for the Browns had a really good point. You know, he was really talking about like what is going to be the protocol if, you know, let's say Friday comes and we're week two and, you know, uh, the quarterback test positive, or let's say the left guard, you know, those guys have been sitting in the meeting room exposing to the other 10 guys or the other three or four guys in that room.
0: What, what happens? Because if you test positive, like, are well, you- I like, so- you know, Bruce Arians actually brought this up um, like okay. maybe two or three months ago. And he was saying uh, he wanted a fourth quarterback on his roster. And they were doing this during the union meetings where get a, a quarterback on the roster, he doesn't attend any practices or anything like that, but he has the playbook. He does film on his own and he's just like, you're super safety net guy. Cause he goes, we can replace almost any position except quarterback that doesn't know our offense. So right. he was recommending that the NFL allow that 54th man and uh, allow a fourth quarterback on the roster, but not necessarily be around the team um, in case of emergencies. I really like that idea. And when it comes down to it this season, it's with all this stuff, it's not going to be completely fair. And we got to accept that. Mm-hmm. Like baseball said, like, most likely the team that wins the world series this season is the team with the most depth. Like what if a team loses 12 guys, you know? Yeah, so
1: no, for sure. And I mean, it, it, let's say outside of the quarterback, cause it, I mean, that's obviously a great idea, but what if, you know, I think the the example they had is what if like the defensive backs coach tests positive Saturday, morning, mm-hmm. right? And so do you like go into the game without, safeties and corners or do those guys (laughs) roll the dice and play anyways like even though they're asymptomatic like how is this whole thing going to work because they got to have some kind of protocol because some players are going to be like hey i'm playing and i don't care yeah Um, if you give them the choice right like they're going to play um some guys are going to err on the side of caution like you have to have something in place but what does that look like? If someone tests positive, like, are they at home for a week, two weeks, three weeks, they miss the next two games. Like they're going to have to get this like squared away, but Mm -hmm. I'm actually kind of glad that they haven't like put that in place yet. Like, it's kind of like, let's figure this out as we go and see what happens because you know, anything could happen, you know, and they're just gonna have to find a way around it and find a way to deal with it. So it will be interesting for sure. But I think there's obviously a lot on the line when it comes to this. So, you know, both sides having a, like, realistic expectations. Like, if one person tests positive, you can't shut the whole thing down. You know,
0: it's like you got to yeah. keep going and figure it out. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, look um, at what, what these other sports leagues are doing at the NBA. You test positive, they put you in quarantine, they get you away from everybody, and, hey, the league continues as, you know, right, as it was uh, intended to. So I don't see them stopping the NFL, dude. either' just – there's too much money in it. And we all know that. I mean, the NFL is a huge media sport, man. So Mm -hmm. I just don't see the NFL shorting their season, closing down unless like the pandemic literally like strikes every single player. Or if like one player actually does die from this or something really serious happens, you know what I mean? So unless something to the absolute extreme happens, I think the NFL is playing a full season. Um, Hopefully a vaccine comes out maybe in the middle of the season and there's no more worries and uh, everything goes on as planned. So, that's what yeah. I'm hoping for. And I think I'm, I'm actually pretty positive. That's the way it's going to roll. So for sure. Yeah.
1: And, speak, and I mean, speaking of that, I mean, the NBA announced today the first time since July 13th, like their last round of testing that they had zero cases. Now it's a lot different. Like you're in that bubble, you're quarantined, right? Yeah. Like, you know, people just kind of follow the
0: rules. Like, you know, either yeah, everyone's no getting it or no one's up. getting it. Yeah. <laughs> So, hey, with the um, snitch line, the snitch line, man. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> You're not getting away with anything. Exactly. <laughs> um.
1: So that's obviously good signs, though. You know, a couple hundred guys, like, all together, along with, like, coaches and, you know, team administrators and things. Like, no positive cases. Like, and I keep hearing that baseball's obviously got, like, really low numbers from what it sounds like, yeah. if any. So hopefully this is, a you know, kind of a microcosm we're going to see around. But it's going to change, Yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I just hope we uh, can stop talking about COVID and just start talking about some actual sports here, you know. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: <laughs> so hopefully Thursday is the day. And uh, you got anything else in the NFL? You wanted to talk about? There's not really much else than uh, maybe after a player maybe tears his Achilles or something tomorrow on the while he's getting tested or something. But
1: yeah, I think yeah, we're probably a couple days away from like some real news coming down the pipeline. Um, yeah, but
0: oh, and by the way, I'm gonna remind you here on the podcast, Commissioner. You need to get the fantasy football league started i know i got a notification like it was it it, like hit me out of the blue
1: and honestly it was like whoa like i forgot like yeah i feel like i've been ignoring that
0: the fact that like football season's upon us because i didn't want to get my hopes up (laughs) i've honestly been so like
1: just happy about being able to play like DFS and look for like golf or, you know, with baseball yeah. around the corner, it's like, cool. Like I'm going to start like diving in on that, start reserving some rooms. And then, yeah, I got the Yahoo not- notification about fantasy <laughs> football. I was like, Oh, I almost forgot about that. So exciting, man. I'm so ready for it. I feel like we're, about, time, to get, we're about to get hit with the avalanche of sports, like baseball, NBA, NFL training camp, golf is full steam ahead nascar is rocking and rolling like we're gonna have like eight months of sports crammed into like
0: yeah three months i told uh sleep. i told my wife that the last couple of months for the last best months of her life because uh, football is <laughs> back baseball's back golf is on like it's sports season baby it's dfs season she's only gonna see me maybe two more months in the out of the year better enjoy <laughs> it now <laughs> exactly but yeah man so uh speaking of thursday we got major league baseball opening up we got two games thursday night then we got a full slate of 13 on friday i'm fired up man i'm fired up just to look at some box scores it's
1: gonna be so nice like even seeing um i don't know if you tuned in sunday night you know to the game at wrigley the cubs and white Sox. like i'm with you first off it was super weird at first with the fans but yeah it really depends on the camera angle man like If they're just showing the home plate and, you know, like the the on-field stuff that's going on, which is, you know, what they normally will do, um, it's fine. You know, it's not a huge difference. Like, uh, you know, you notice behind the plate it's pretty dead, but, you know. You know what I I wish
0: they did have? Like, okay, no fans. That's cool. But, like, get, like, 20 people. They have to take a test beforehand, but they get to sit really separately in the outfield. I miss seeing Mm -hmm. people fight over home runs not just i that, wanted like, like so that was the weird part like it's yeah it's like watching a marlins game like they mm-hmm. hit a bomb no one's there but the ball bounces like four times and like five guys are diving after it like i still about love the, to see that what <laughs> about
1: like regular you know baseball like you have the one random like fat guy that's sitting in you know section 320 by himself yeah like at, yeah you, just you, you yeah it, it spill it all
0: over his stomach
1: yeah, you win a lottery, you get a chance to go by yourself, sit in one section, yeah. and claim the whole section to it's yourself. Like dead like, center field. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Like they missed on some of these opportunities. You just
0: raffle man. it off, man. Yeah. I miss that I because They're, like
1: you know, you tune into a Tigers game and like August fifteenth, or you know, like, like there's a Tuesday that one afternoon guy afternoon at one PM. Yeah, yeah there's Tuesday was... afternoon, one PM.
0: It's like hundred <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> and
1: and there's only like seven thousand people there, but like there's one guy. In the 300 section, like way up there, like the top (laughs) row. Like he won't give up his seat, you know?
0: yeah he's uh, the reason they had to close mount davis in oakland mm-hmm. like yeah, for the exactly. baseball games <laughs> so they
1: i think they missed an opportunity there but I, i'm they, yeah there
0: was just scatter some random people out there make them do a test beforehand like no big deal you know?
1: I, I think it's weird um when they pan back and they show like the whole stadium like landscape and then it's it's like a ghost town that's where it's like a
0: little bit yeah weird. And they're like, like look COVID, and it's like supposed to be this like, evil mysterious thing and it's just yeah like, okay guys like but no, and i'm sure they're
1: that. like just trying to you know show kind of like hey this is going and this is what it's going to be like but we kind of we get the picture like you know let's just like show the field you know but I'm with you so in addition to those two things I think thinking about it more I was trying to do some research today and I, I guess there are some avenues that are like this but how is Major League Baseball not said okay look like We're gonna offer like a hundred percent, you know, live at bat, red zone type situation on on MLB Network, which most people have. You know, they don't have the extra package, but like, what? Talk about a way to like build your viewership and get people. Well, there's a
0: reason why the NFL is just that much better than every single sport, and it's not just the sport itself. There's a reason the NFL has captured millions upon hundreds of millions of people that don't even like football or didn't play football have no interest, but the red zone channel itself has literally drawn them into football, seeing highlights. I mean, NFL has been doing that since what? 2007. I think it was because MLB still hasn't done it. Golf still hasn't done it. It's like, guys, there's crazy sports fans out there that want to watch every single minute. It makes no sense, dude.
1: It makes no sense. Like if I'm like, you know, doing, casual housework or like a casual fan is not going to tune in to like the MLB package and one pay look, for it and to like go to watch like the Tigers Orioles. But if I'm hanging around the house or I'm doing stuff and I just have it on in the background, like, yeah, I'll tune into a bases loaded, you know, situation or something. If it's yeah. like the Orioles. We're in a, we're an Orleans, attention like,
0: span culture, right? Like everything needs to be shortened down to nothing so people can pay attention to it. And it makes no look, sense. look, I'll be the Andrew Siciliano of baseball pay me oh you're gonna nominate year. yourself yeah pay me 50 grand a year mlb i'll sit there and i'll go oh look at this home run, boom chris davis you know what i mean and <laughs> chris and i like that you can pay someone 50k a, year, a season and they would love their job just to change the channel for all of america of what's happening at baseball oh this is an interesting moment change like,
1: but, like someone you, would do
0: that for less than 50k you're right and like <laughs> yeah and and i,
1: I mean it's not an
0: investment for mlb dude like and well, they the last couple of years billions.
1: mlb mlb network will do it like periodically like at night you know but they'll they'll like take away from a game or there'll be like three games going on they'll peel back from like let's say the night game the A's angels and they'll just like mm-hmm. start talking about something like a you know an in studio type operation it's like just show the games Show yeah. the game, show, you know, like you don't need to keep like going back to talk about it and debate. Like what makes, like you said, the NFL great and some of these things is like, they just let the product speak for itself. Like and look, pan around NFL's... to different games, pan around to different feeds. Like let's, let's get some action. Fantasy,
0: fantasy sports and daily fantasy sports, especially for major league baseball has become a massive deal. Playing fantasy uh, sports for a full season of baseball is always kind of crappy, yeah. but Playing DFS baseball is amazing. And the fact that they haven't capitalized on that, they're like, okay, what scores points in DFS? Strikeouts, steals, home runs, RBIs. Like just keep panning to those things and you will have an audience hooked for four straight hours. And and they'll pay tons of money to do it. Dude,
1: not just that. Like, you know, I think the one thing these other sports could like really learn from, from the NFL and, you know, the NBA to a certain extent is like, like, every time Mike Trout comes out, he's on TV. Yelich, mm-hmm. all these, like, superstars. Harper. Dude, like, give the casual fan opportunities to watch these guys more and more and more. And, like, yeah. it will slowly build more viewers. It will build more, like, fans. It, like, that's what they want to see. So, you know, you could have split screens. You could have and on one and Harper on the other. You could have... Hey, you know, oh, we're gonna go it's to like, Scherzer look, up I've here, been... Scherzer's deal, he's got eight Ks, you know, or no hitter
0: going. I have like, an 80 inch TV for a reason. It, <laughs> yeah. Multiple things belong on this screen. Okay. It's just it's so <laughs> obvious, man. And I don't
1: understand like why they can't make it happen because it for most for baseball fans, you know, it, it, like it would be amazing. And then for the casual fan who complains, and like everybody always talks about like pace of play and how do we get the game faster? There's too much standing around, like. Well, I the know can I can have four games going off. Yeah, I could have four games going at the same time, constantly just rotating it. And it's like, well, that's action. Because three yeah. of them might not have one, but all of a sudden d- double play down here and then, you know, a steal up here. Like there's action all the time. I and mean, if you
0: break Always. it up, like... Especially like when there's 11 games going on at once. Dude, and like it's like Friday yeah, would be like four games that are like the best games, you know? Like the four best games of the night. Like just focus on those four. Make it simple. I hear you so mlb network needs to take note and the other thing
1: that i was thinking about and i know baseball players will never do this we talked to chris about this on the last pod is like if you could bridge somehow the red zone channel with maybe maybe like a premium channel beyond that where it's mm -hmm. like players are mic'd up and yeah you could have a a few second delay or something like that to catch any kind of like swearing or you know something said that's like uh you know a little bit over the line like they could pull back or mute it or something but like air this out like i think like some of the best shows are like when they replay some of the nfl like mic'd up or the nfl um they were testing where they're like on the field like with cameras and they have guys mic'd up it's like give the fans who can't go to games more of an experience to watch and you will get that like people will tune in you know
0: yeah i mean they were testing it on uh, um in spring training they were testing. They were micing mm-hmm. up players. And it was really, it was really yeah. funny, like especially when they were micing up a first baseman, there's conversations with everyone leading off a first base. Dude, it's hilarious. Like, and you can pick and choose what you want to put on. And again, you they play the mic'd up stuff after. It's not live. And so like, we don't need it live. Like yeah. we get it. Like if something's really bad, we get it. Like it's not that big of a deal. You so can have a there's a lot of things second, that LB can do.
1: You can have a 30-second delay going and, and you know, muting out of players don't want swearing or, you know, don't want this, like whatever like whatever they agree to but it's like giving that the fans again that more like intimate thing you know it's only going to make the sport more popular
0: exactly you know and again everything's going statistical everything's going dfs they could have a premium channel where guys explaining what the hell is going on versus two or three idiots just babbling in the booth because they were awesome hall of famers back in their day which you know all respect but you know watching that game the other night with the cubs and the uh, white Sox like there was moments it was just unbearable the three of them were just chit-chatting and they think they're hilarious and they might be hilarious to a much older crowd but like to me i was sitting there like jesus guys like i just want to watch some baseball like maybe give me some analytical stuff like oh yeah his swing or his approach maybe he shouldn't be you know trying to hit it to right field like give me something other than some bullshit conversation but that's what know? i'm
1: saying like i mean and again nfl like they let the product speak for themselves during the games but like the pre-game and i know there's games like spread out all throughout the day and time zones and things like that but like They've got a channel that's pregame that's fantasy focused. They've got three different, you know, four different like pregame shows. Like during the game, you could have options where you actually Mm -hmm. like tune into uh, a specific channel. And it's like, here's the optimal DFS scores that are going off. Like there's so much around it built to cater for the fan at home. Like that's why I feel like MLB is just like yeah, we're just going to do the same thing we've done for like 90 years. And, you know, our product will speak for itself. It's they just like, sell their
0: money on their hats and uh, hats and jerseys, and merchandise, yeah, man. It's like you have Idiots. superstars
1: <laughs> everywhere, you know, almost every team has them. And, you know, you should be featuring these guys like that's how you grow. Yeah. Because a lot of
0: people don't know who these bigger, bigger players are. Right. Like yeah. I was actually talking to some teenagers the other day. He and he actually kind of decently likes baseball and I was talking about the Braves and I bring up uh, Acuna, and he's all, who's that? And it was just like, you know, he might've been an idiot, but at the same time, it's like, well, if you live here in California, you're not watching Atlanta Braves games. Right, right, right. So it's like, guys, you need to feature these people because he's a star. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's Um, so
1: segmented, you know, you know who the stars are in your market, but nobody on the East Coast knows who Matt Chapman is for the A's, you know? Like, they should, you know? But it's just a missed opportunity.
0: Exactly. Next thing in baseball, probably maybe our last thing here is uh, the Blue Jays, um, <laughs> not the not so Toronto Blue Jays, the Toronto Nomads. <laughs> they don't have a team, man. <laughs> no, they don't have a stadium. Um, they don't have a home. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I mean, their team. They don't have a stadium. They don't have a home. Like where they have thirty games to play at home somewhere. I mean, there's so they, they've been saying all these it. possible places. Oh yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah. So for those who missed it, Toronto and Canada basically said we're not going to have a team going back and forth between Canada and the United States, as well as other teams coming in, you know, every week or every other week. So they basically told no games in Toronto. Um, So Blue Jays are three days out from the season starting four days out and uh, they don't have a stadium to plan.
0: Uh yeah, so the potential places they've been at least talking about is PNC Park in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. which uh, that's where the Pirates play. So that'll be interesting. Then you guys. So got, I looked
1: at that, or I saw someone post earlier that they were saying there's only seven games that would conflict, or seven days where like the Blue. But again, Jays that the goes to so
0: town. against. All of the COVID stuff they're trying to do. You're sharing locker rooms. you're sharing That goes – I mean, no one's yeah. using locker rooms, but you got to use all the same stuff. I mean, they're, that's not yeah. limiting anything. I do not see that flying at all. I don't um, – yeah. The Buffalo AAA Stadium, I love the idea of um, it just being up in Buffalo. <laughs> um, the only thing – I mean, it works for them, right, because they're playing against all those teams up in the Northeast anyways. In the, um, right. And the AL East and they gotta do their NL East counterparts. So it really makes sense for them to be there in Buffalo, even though they said they don't want to play the Triple A Stadium, which who cares because there's no fans. As long as the dimensions yeah. are right, I don't I'd go play like they're playing the game uh the Field of Dreams game this year. Dude, the stadium's like, probably better than the Coliseum for the Ace plan. Dude, for real. Yeah. So I don't I don't understand why players are like mad about that one um or a training facility down in florida which again with all this covid stuff i don't see them adding a team to florida even though Florida's probably like hey come on in um i mean florida makes
1: a lot of sense because of the division right you've yeah. got you're staying you on know, the east
0: coast in general that's what that's what well, they have sense. to
1: they have to be east coast but i mean they're they're in the same division as uh the rays right so mm-hmm. you're you're right there i don't know where exactly their facility is but i'm guessing it's not that far you know like you mm-hmm. Do a bus ride you know for 15 games they're probably going to play each other you know because everything's yeah. condensed to uh, in division only um so I, I, yeah i don't know what they're going to do um i was trying to think of just like off the wall crazy stuff like where they could play um you know but <laughs> just, it's limited because the players aren't going to go play at like some like rinkety stadium you know because it'd be cool for us but like they're not going to do yeah. it. yeah
0: so I, I say we talk about some of the places that are cool for us. I'm not, let's just avoid the players. I mean, the, I mean, okay. a lot of these guys grew up on the you know, Dominican Republic Islands and then have to move up to Canada. So that's probably wasn't mm-hmm. their first choice either. Um, so I'm going to say one, and I think this would be great for us, but Mexico. And Kenny Powers is the only person that really influenced me to do that. I mean, can you Where imagine <laughs> up in the 7,000-foot altitude up in Mexico City just the yeah, whole runs that will get blasted out of there.
1: That can't happen because they're they're limiting the East Coast teams. Remember, everything's like segmented East Coast. No, I know you'd have, you'd have to do it in like Cancun.
0: I'm talking for like the Forever Future. Oh, okay, just to move there permanently. like, like say yeah, Mexico City, Montana. and like um, like just one up Colorado and say yeah, we have a higher altitude than you, and they just yeah <laughs> just hit bombs. I'm with that. I, I think like an
1: like some kind of island would be cool. You know, like, so uh, like a fight island. Or yeah, yeah, just. <laughs> Rock and roll off, like, you know, move it to Cuba. Like, I don't know. I'm sure some players would be like cool. Well, maybe not, but. Um, well, dude,
0: or you just go down again, go down to the Dominican Republic. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. I mean, you get the best players
1: ever. The facilities down there are nice now. Like, they've mm-hmm. completely redone, like, most teams' facilities and everything. Um, you could probably, you know, I don't know if the Florida Keys has any, like, you know, sweet stadiums or anything, but <laughs> you can make it work. There's stadiums everywhere, dude. I I They're think everywhere. it'd be cool to have like kind of a traveling road show, you know, and like you just kind of <laughs> like every home series they play is like a different Triple A stadium.
0: Yeah. You know? And I think I think, mean, I I think go they should anyway. uh, Yeah, I think they should only play in like Double AA, A Triple A stadiums. Why not? With all the advertisements on the on the field and stuff, like, that would be great um and speaking of that that would make them like my front-runner team if they're playing with advertisements all over the walls like a minor league stadium would be like i think the toronto blue jays have a chance to be that cinderella team that we're making a movie about someday or a 30 for 30 you know what i mean look at the young talent they have on on that team
1: yeah man they they got this
0: young young talent right and they got a couple of veterans on their team that are strong i think they're gonna be very competitive this year their only downside is they're in the new york yankees division um and the, with the Rays but at the same time I think they're gonna be better than the Red Sox this year I think they have a chance competing with the Rays this year um mm-hmm. and we'll see what the Yankees have in store for them and yeah. again they have that young energy and you do something like this I don't know it brings team camaraderie together to another level And we all knew that know that baseball is a team camaraderie sport for sure like it's all about the energy and the building and if you're just on a bus all the time with your team like you don't even have a home yeah you know I mean, like it's on- gonna bring people together
1: I forgot what an NBA player just said that, but they they were just talking about that, how like being secluded in that bubble is like, it's the tightest the team's been in like two or three years. Just because like, even when you go on a road trip, guys kind of scatter, they kind of do their own thing. Like, yeah. Can't really do that. Like in the bubble, like you're, you have like three places you can go, you know? It's and like so when they like, send
0: us away for football camp, you know, they make you right. spend a week together. I mean, the way, the, you don't go there for football, you go there for team chemistry.
1: Right. Yeah, we should have some news here pretty soon. But, yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool. Like, I mean, if they could just stand up some kind of, like, sweet Field of Dreams type thing, you know, and get, like, a whole city to, like, build them a stadium real quick. Um, Yeah, dude. You know, in the middle of a cornfield somewhere. Like, I think that'd be Well, they
0: are doing the Field of Dreams game this year. They
1: are going to go through with that, which
0: is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm with you. I Especially think the that no fans, it kind of worked out perfect. <laughs>
1: I can see the young players too. Like you were saying, like not really like caring too much about it, you know, Guerrero and, you know, come on big, stuff. They're just kind of like, whatever, like, let's just play, play ball, you know? Yeah. Whereas like the um, giant, the giants would be all like pissing and moaning about it. And like all upset, and, like complaining <laughs> about like, you know, the dirt, not being the proper, <laughs> or, like, you know, material. Oh my God. Stuff.
0: Yeah, I can see that. So. Um, but yeah, I just hope, uh, you know, so everyone, uh, we got Thursday Night Baseball this week, but for DFS, we're not gonna do any coverage on that because it's only a two game slate. Friday, we got a 13 game slate, I believe, from one o'clock one. until, uh, you know, seven. So we're gonna have our DFS coverage coming out on, Was it? We'll probably have it coming out Friday morning. So Friday morning, we'll have all of our DFS coverage coming out for Friday. Um, so tune in, we'll have a specific DFS episodes going forward as well. So you can tune into those. Those will be shorter, faster, get right to the point, show you guys what your plays are going to be. So we can, uh, all win some money collectively.
1: We'll also have a show coming out on Thursday, kind of previewing, you know, the season again. I know we did our little, like, uh, division previews leading up to the season before uh that got shut down so that worked out really well and then everything changed so um maybe thursday we'll, we'll kind of re-hit on the divisions how things may have changed with some of the opt-outs and you know who we think are going to win each division and i think we'll also if i'm not mistaken have kind of our predictions on uh you know season awards and you know mvps and who we think is going to kind of win the title so it should be uh should be a good show thursday
0: yeah, and guys, I want you guys in the comments to uh, comment on or on my Twitter. Our Twitter has been going on the bottom here the whole time. Um, who is going to be the worst team in Major League Baseball? And do you think the Seattle Mariners win 10 games out of their 60 this season? Ooh. Those are my two questions, guys. I'll post that on Twitter as well. All right. All right, That's guys, all tune in on a Friday morning. Be good to go. Later. Later, guys.